0: Hello, hello. Welcome to the Worthy Writers Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten McNeil, a Canadian self-published author and full-service editor for fellow writers. On this podcast, you'll get a look into my personal writing journey and find encouragement to enjoy your own. If you had a good time with me, I would appreciate if you could like, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. All right, Worthy Writers, let's jump in. Episode number two, the myth. Writing is a solitary activity. Today, I'll debunk this misguided myth, share a few author quotes, and give you the encouragement to keep writing. Writing is a solitary activity. Makes enough sense, right? When you're writing, you're typically by yourself, typing on your keyboard, or writing in a notebook. For those that still handwrite, bravo. I tried doing that with a novel in high school, but when it came to typing it all up on the computer, it was such a tedious process. If you enjoy it, please keep it up. Penmanship is such a lost art. I'd like to bust this myth up into four parts. Inspiration in the story itself, environment, your book building team, community. See how easily I just debunked that myth with one sentence? Once I go into more detail of each, you'll see that you're never alone throughout this whole process. Let's start with the inspiration and how you came up with your story. Where does your inspiration come from? Reading other books, all those characters you've met, fallen in love with, hated, cried over their deaths, cried at their wedding. They've been rooted into your heart, in your mind, creating seeds of ideas for future characters. Not to mention the connection you feel with the author. The book you've just read is an extension of their heart and soul. You've learned a little about who they are, and not just from the bio in the back. It's the author's note, the moral of the story. Things characters have said and done that inspired you or changed your point of view. That interaction is part of your writing process. When was the last time you gained a story idea by talking to a friend or watching a movie? More people and characters you interact with to build your own worlds, to share your views with. I love finding story ideas in the shows I watch. I typically go for thriller, sci-fi, or comedy, but I'm open to almost anything. Even still, I hear a piece of dialogue or explore a new societal concept and think, Hey, what would that be like from my perspective? How can I include that dialogue in my next story? Interacting with people and art gives us new avenues to explore in our writing, all thanks to a plotline we think we can elevate in a novel or a character trait that is too good not to develop into a full-fledged person. And how can we forget the dreams you have that bring your ideas to life? Most of the time, you can't remember because you've forgotten to write it down, or it just vanished from your mind completely. But every once in a while, an idea will pop into your brain out of nowhere. In the shower, on a walk, usually in places where you don't have access to a pen and paper, because what's the writing life without its challenges? Your ideas are always around the corner. You just have to find them, because I don't believe that you have to wait for your muse to create art. You have to create art to find your muse. Meaning, even if you're feeling lazy and uninspired, if you just start writing, you can find the path to your latest novel. Thanks to art in all its forms, your family, your friends, and maybe even random conversations overheard at the mall, We have transformed a small interaction into a beautiful story idea. Once you have your story idea down, you move on to your writing environment, the places where you feel the most inspired and motivated to write. Me, I like to write in silence. I write the fastest when I have peace. Even when you're closed off in your office or out in the garden in your secret spot, you're not alone. Your characters are talking to you, telling you what they want to do next. You either listen to them or you don't, and give them more tragedy to work their way through. These voices in your head are affecting where the plot takes you, the word choices you make, the character arcs you create, the endings that lead you to close things off or open to the next in the series. This may make you sound like a crazy person, But I feel like all types of artists have something or someone in the back of their mind, guiding them through their creativity. If we're talking about what's outside your head, think about the people that want to connect with you when you're working on your writing. Your cat is scratching at the door, begging to be let in. Once you let them in, your significant other calls up the stairs, asking what's for dinner. Or your kids burst through the door, asking you to play. Maybe they just want to read quietly in your office. From what I've heard, it's more likely to be the former. Your tension shifts when your phone buzzes, and then you get distracted by social media because you forgot to download those apps you keep hearing about that remind you to stop using the internet and just finish the page already. Don't you think that whole scenario can be used for idea fuel too? How about if you're the type to put on music while you write? Do you thank the artist who created that song, lyrical or instrumental? who helped you get into the writing space, bringing out more in the characters you still don't fully understand because it's your first draft. The beauty of music from artists who have their own creative process ignites your creative fire to reach your writing goals. For a second, let's forget about writing in the comfort of your own home. Have you ever written in a cafe? Listen to the sound of the whipped cream swirling out of the can on top of your drink. The distant chatter of two lovers in a squabble Clinking cups, plates, and silverware. The thought of the chocolate muffin you wish you bought makes your mouth water, but you didn't want to sticky your keyboard or get distracted by eating it. You can have a treat when you reach your first goal of the day. The subtle music blurring from the headphones of the guy next to you, who never heard of lowering the volume. The clickety-clack while you type the keys, and the aroma of the espresso you couldn't wait to order. All these aspects that build your environment help you to focus, inspire you to create, and offer you the background noise that you just can't get at home. Your environment affects your workspace and productivity, but no matter where you are, you always have someone or an experience along for the ride with you. Speaking of coming along for the ride, the third point that debunks this myth is your book building team. Sure, You can write a book by yourself, up in your secluded cabin with the snow falling and the fire crackling. You stocked your suitcase with pens and notebooks and the computer you brought. But when the writing is done, who do you turn to? Who gives you feedback on your book? Creates your cover. Narrates your audiobook. You could do all of that alone, but you don't have to. Would you even want to? It helps your budget, but what about your energy? Unless you're okay taking your time putting the book together, and have the know-how to do every step. Having your team is so important. Even if you did know how to do it alone, having a second opinion and a fresh pair of eyes on the project is so beneficial. Your brain can get tired doing it all alone and forget to catch mistakes. The first members of the team I'll mention are early readers. Those are the alphas and betas, the ones with advanced copies, or your loved ones who just want to support you. The first ones you trust to offer feedback on your work. They could be family, friends, author pals, or complete strangers. They are now in your community, connected to you forever as the people who helped you sculpt your world into a masterpiece. Some authors choose to have a critique partner, a fellow writer who you swap work with and share constructive feedback on what's done well and what should be improved. These people can help you at any stage in the process, depending on what you need help with. Then there's the editor, arguably one of the most important people in the process. The editor is crucial in giving your mind a rest from reading your work a thousand times to offer insightful feedback. Their suggestions, based on their knowledge and experience, will elevate your manuscript to the next level. It's an added bonus if this person can become your close friend as well. We can't forget about your formatter either, or the book cover designer, the audiobook narrator, and in some cases, the publisher. All of these people are part of your team. They help you create beautiful novels. Though not all of them are part of the writing itself, it's so important to include them on the journey to help your career. Writing is a creative business. It takes planning, skills, dedication to make it work. With a support team, you can feel more confident in the work you're putting out in the world and share the experience with others from start to finish. Whenever you feel alone in your work, remember that there is always someone out there who is ready to love and support you and your creative genius. That brings us to your reading and writing community. First, you have your readers. The ones who follow your social media, share your promo posts, read your work, leave reviews, interact with you to shower you in glory. Your readers are not just those who purchase your book. They are people who want to be part of the experience, look at your behind-the-scenes content, support you by talking about you when they can't buy your new novel, or have too many books in their to-be-read list that they've put themselves on a book-buying ban. Your readers encourage you to keep going by helping you grow in any way they can. They celebrate every new release, award, and new project you're working on. Some of those readers may be author friends, your fellow writers, your pals, who know the struggles you go through, feeling your pain in every fiber of their being. They work with you sharing advice on your work or simply offering encouragement. You promote each other's work and share a journey. I've always believed that being a writer is not a competition. Every writer has their own journey, which is unique and valuable. Readers read what they love, supporting multiple authors across multiple genres. When you're a writer, you're welcomed into the community. A collaborative world of all types of writers and readers. Everyone can succeed, and we can lift each other up without taking away from what your stories offer. The writing world is an expanding one, and there's always room for more. Take your journey one day at a time and explore the opportunities different genres offer, the people you can connect with, the creativity that will bloom I have connected with so many amazing people over Instagram who have supported me and my journey. These writers are my friends and I haven't met a single one in person, but that doesn't matter. Our creativity is connecting us. Our friendship, our worthiness in the craft is shaped by the similar experiences we have and the desire to encourage each other to keep writing, keep living your passion. If you are my friend, Know how much you mean to me and how much I wish I could give you infinite wisdom and self-love. No matter who you are, writer or not, I wish you find your supportive community to lift you up towards reaching your goals. You are never alone on your journey. Your community is all around you. Before we close off today's episode, I'd like to leave you with a few quotes that sum up the key lessons I'd like you to take away from this. Anne Tyler said, It's true that writing is a solitary occupation, but you would be surprised at how much companionship a group of imaginary characters can offer once you get to know them. Like I said, your characters are always with you. Your readers, writer pals, and book building team. Your family, your friends. You always have them around for story inspiration and encouragement to be the awesome writer that you are. There is one quote I found that solely believes in this solitary writing myth. Jessamine West said, Writing is a solitary occupation. Family, friends, and society are the natural enemies of the writer. He must be alone, uninterrupted, and slightly savage if he is to sustain and complete an undertaking. This quote is far from outdated. When you write, you are alone. What about if you have a co-author? Today, it's so easy to connect with people from around the world. I myself wrote a poetry collection with Jennifer LeBlanc, who lives in a completely different country, and we've only ever spoke online. I've never met her in person, and yet we succeeded in creating a beautiful work of art. Family, friends, and society are not your enemies. They are your community, your muse, the people you turn to when you're at a block in your writing. I don't know about you, But if I felt like I was completely alone while having to finish an entire book, I may not have the motivation to continue. Sure, you should have discipline and set boundaries when it's your time to write. But every writer has a different environment that works to motivate them. Some need complete silence, while others need to be at a cafe. But solitude? You're casting yourself off on an island for months, living on nothing but coconuts and fish? Most writers may not even know how to survive in the wild. We only write about those who do. We research it from the comfort of our homes. You do not have to be alone to be a successful writer. Now that I've pounded that point into your head, let's finish with my favorite quote of the day. Ernest Hemingway said, In order to write about life, first you must live it. And that's exactly what I mentioned earlier. You have to experience life to gain inspiration to write. Reading, watching movies, talking to loved ones, just being a human gives you the fuel to write your novel. Live, imagine, create. Experience everything you can and learn from each moment. You never know when your next idea will hit. Side note, always write your ideas down as soon as you can. You will not remember it later when you sit at your computer to turn it into a novel. Today, I challenge you to spend five minutes with your writing community. Reach out to your critique partner. Connect with your readers. Share a tidbit of your latest project. Be part of your community in a way that makes you feel happy. Once you've done that, don't forget to check out the bonus content on my Buy Me a Coffee profile. Take time to explore the public content or sign up to be a worthy Writer's Club subscriber for more exclusive discussions and behind-the-scenes clips. Next week, I'll be switching back to sharing more of my journey in the stories I wrote as a kid. In the following episode, I'll talk about the second writing myth, real writers find writing easy. Thank you for listening. Happy writing, Worthy Writers! Oof, what a tongue twister. Thank you for listening to the Worthy Writers Podcast. Did you enjoy this episode? Share your love and support by checking out my Buy Me A Coffee profile for bonus content and to help me continue building my creative empire. If you'd like other ways to connect, follow me on Instagram, join my Facebook group, or explore my website to learn more about me, be part of my community, or suggest topics for future episodes. All links are in the show notes. I can't wait to connect with you. My final words before you go, Never forget that you are worthy.